0: Hi, this is Mimi. And this is Lee, and this is Getting Rich After Divorce. We're two divorced women
1: who decided the best way to get rich was to embrace our entrepreneurial spirits and build our own business.
0: To us, rich means the money in your bank account, but also the quality of your life, your experiences, and your personal well-being.
1: You're here to overcome doubt, fear, burnout, and finally get unstuck to build a business you love, and makes you rich.
0: You also want to learn how to do all of this while navigating the challenges divorced women face. If that's you, stick with us. You're in the right place.
1: Hi, this is Mimi.
0: And this is Lee. And in this episode of Getting Rich After Divorce, we talk about the three reasons a purpose-driven business is better. Mimi and I will explore the various ways of thinking about purpose, our own personal sense of purpose, and how we incorporate purpose and purses into our business and into our lives. And we're gonna chat about what purpose is or could be. Uh, Purpose is a word that can evoke different meanings and emotional responses for different people. pretty big topic. So we're gonna just talk about all the different ways people, you know, in our path of purpose and talking about purpose. It, we've, you know, uncovered so many different ways people think about it.
1: Yeah. And it's so it always is so surprising to me how many um how many different ways people can talk about what purpose is and can you have a purpose? Can you have one purpose, multiple purposes? And how even in my own mind I can agree with all of them. Like it's such a, um, broad word purpose and it can, you know, like Lee said, it really can mean so many different things to you, different people, you at different times in your life, you at different places in your life. It's a, it's a really interesting topic.
0: Yeah. And there's even, you know, what's hilarious to me is in the coaching world, what I discover over and over again, and maybe just the world in general if you start to have a a bunch of people talking about purpose, there's going to be an anti-purpose movement. And there is, like you can find a lot of articles out there about why purpose is bad and there is no purpose and purpose. People who talk about purpose are bad. (laughs) So you can, and some people may just like an emotional, like, like I said earlier, people have emotional responses to this idea of purpose based on what's going on for them based on, you know, how they bumped into it or maybe misunderstood it or, made to, they felt less than because they didn't feel a strong sense of purpose. Yeah, I'm not sure why people are like lashing out against the word purpose <laughs> to the point where they need to tell people they don't have a purpose and it's meaningless, but uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, um, it's like the idea
1: of like, yeah, you know, I was like, I really want to start a purpose-driven business. And people are like, what, like scoffing? Like, no, you don't. Like, you just want your business to make money. Like, you just want a profitable business. I was like, yeah, I want a profitable business. I also want it to be purpose, purpose-driven. purpose mm-hmm. And I think that that's, it kind of really relates to mission, don't you think, Lee? Like, the yeah, idea yeah, of what absolutely. your business's mission is. It's a lot of what your purpose is. But you can also have a mission that's not connected to any purpose at all. I just can. can't fathom what that would look like in my world
0: same here I think it would be an empty a bit of an empty mission unless it was all financial or to me that is hard because mission to me means something a little deeper even at the corporate level and you can tell because we've taught people how to write mission statements and we've gone you know gone through that exercise ourselves you can tell when you call through and like explore all the different mission statements out there the ones that sound like nothing like they just had to do it and they had to get through that corporate exercise and then put it out there like they actually had a mission. And it just sounds like gobbledygook or stupid or flat or totally like they just didn't even care. They don't care. Um, Yeah,
1: Um, that's really interesting. It just got me thinking when I started my first business, I really just needed it to make money at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't think about, any purpose underneath it other than lift, as my marriage was crumbling and our finances were crumbling with it. Like, how could I start making money mm-hmm. with this business and make it more? And I was like, if anybody is, if you've been around, you've heard me tell my like, buy the ticket story, but it really was a revelatory moment. Like my business itself didn't carry the mission or my purpose, but the outcome of what was going to happen in my life, if I could make this business successful, certainly did. So it was like a little bit of a funny twist on a purpose-driven business. Yeah.
0: And Mimi, like what I noticed about your journey in that business uh, that wasn't necessarily at the beginning, solely purpose-based, the why underneath your business, like your own personal mission was intricately tied to doing that business. And when you further defined it at the buy the ticket moment, which we can talk, maybe tell the story a little. um, So people, yeah, a lot of people may not know your buy the ticket moment. It's a a written piece that Mimi did at one point earlier in our business, but. I'll um, just link
1: to that, Lee. I can just put the link to that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it was Mm -hmm. a pivotal moment where Mimi was doing okay in her own personal business and her mission just to make money without having to work for someone else and maybe even elevate her income and experience, you know, having more freedom to live the way she wanted to live. But when she had her buy the ticket moment, that is a, a purpose drive and a sense of mission that that's, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Mimi, but that seemed to be when your business like just took off like a rocket.
1: Oh, For sure, for sure. I would say within two years, um, well, within a year I had cracked six figures, and within probably two and a half years, I was at multiple six figures. It was, it was crazy. It really is like connecting to why you do something.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that was a little
1: aside. Let's get back to talking about what
0: purpose is. Well, it's not really an aside because purpose is a little bit like a why. It is like if you start talking about mission and why you're doing something, I think it's very much connected to purpose. But let's explore all the different ways we've heard people thinking about it because we've even given public talks about purpose and uh, we've discovered people really think all over the map around purpose and not necessarily what we're thinking. So we can talk about like, for example, um, you know, some people think of purpose like a goal. Or an intention and we thought about that i think they can they're adjacent and parallel to one another or, or can be but purpose is definitely deeper than just like a goal you're setting or a task um, if it's too mundane a task or a goal then i don't know if it's a purpose um, I, as I find it hard to think of it like that, but it can be adjacent to a big
1: goal. Yeah, I, I find it hard to think of it like that. I th- I think you'd have goals underneath your purpose that are helping you elevate or reach, you know, or share or spread your purpose. But yeah, sometimes I don't think that the purpose, the goal is the purpose. And I think too, like for some people, the idea of purpose is very spiritual. Like it is. Yes. It has moved away from the practical realm and takes on a spiritual tone. And for people that aren't super spiritual, you know, they're living in the practical and warm side of what purpose means for them.
0: I mean, I, I do, it's interesting. I think for me, it's a blend. It's like, it's spirit. It does feel a little bit spiritual because I am so driven by our own you know, purpose-driven business, it, it's such a deep thing on a practical level in our business, but there is definitely a spiritual element to it that's hard to describe. I mean, I don't feel like somebody handed me a piece of paper that said, here's your purpose, like when I was floating around, as a, you know, pre-birth or something, but somehow in my life experience, you know, my skill set has coincided, and my training has coincided with need I see in the world and so it's like a combination of spiritual and practical and um, another thing you can think of a purpose like a focusing agent like a north star kind of thing Um, definitely I think of purpose more like a path than like a definition that someone hands you or a prescription someone hands you like here's your purpose that's fixed in stone I think of it more like this path that you travel through life and so the purpose definition may look slightly different as you move down the pathway and through your life it may shift like a little bit and looks looks slightly different to you based on your age and what's going on in your life
1: yeah i i i like that i like the idea of purpose having an evolution mm-hmm. right and i think there's different phases in your life where what your purpose is may shift i do tend to think that they're all connected you know that Your purpose is driven from who you are as a human being on this planet. You know, so if you're someone that um is highly environmental and connected to the earth, that your your all the decisions that you make in life are probably driven by that deep love of nature and and the planet. And so probably your purpose is somewhat linked into that. Not that every decision you make at every point in your life, that's where your focus is. But I think maybe it's kind of under there somewhere.
0: I'm wondering if some of the backlash, like there's such in our society right now in the United States, there's this high degree of polarization where wherever you fall, you're supposed to do everything according to like the the tenets of the platform of that side because we've gotten these like two very clear sides that have been created i don't think they truly exist they've been created by the media certain powers that be like we end up in these two very polarized positions and then you're supposed to like walk the line of that and not vary and i wonder if purpose starts to get under people's skin where they're like i don't want to have to do like i was thinking the environment Like, I don't want to be like, correct about everything. I don't want to have my life be hemmed in by that. Um, I don't know where the backlash, I'm trying to think about where the backlash is coming from. But um, when we talk about even like the environment or, you know, we have a larger mission that has to do, you know, we'll we'll give you our mission statement, but um, that has to do more with like helping women get, you know, more financially powerful. But um, that doesn't mean, I have to be correct about it. (laughs) You know, I don't have to look a certain way about it. It's an internal mission that I feel strongly and I get to do it however I want to do it. However, I feel motivated and driven to do it. Um, I don't have to look a certain way or walk toe a line or make everybody else happy. The purpose is yours and you don't have to make other people happy with it. It doesn't have to look the way somebody else would do their purpose, which is what I like about purpose. It's highly individualized.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think too, like, as you gain, um, knowledge about the world life and yourself, like that also is going to help your purpose evolve and change potentially. I do think there are some people that are born, they know exactly what they want to do in life. They understand their purpose clearly and they can pursue it with a vengeance. I'm always a little envious when I bump into people like that. (laughs) (laughs) I think most people are probably like me, um, you know, and it's like, I kind of have this vague idea of why I'm here, you know, what my skill sets are, where I excel, what um, my passions are. And uh, I'm always like in exploration mode. So I think, yeah,
0: that's how I feel.
1: Yeah. Like, so I think sometimes like the more you learn, it helps you Um, hone in your purpose and define it and narrow it a little bit or the opposite, right? Or can help you expand it to include more things?
0: I don't know. I tend to think that um, purpose is a focusing agent. It has more of a narrowness to it than a broadness. Um, And it carries a sense of identity when you can kind of see more clearly and focus more clearly on what your purpose is at that time. Um, it, It is it does tend to be a little narrower um, because a path to really get somewhere, you can't go all paths, right? You, you get, you can't really get to one place. And so I think of it a purpose really is more like a path with a North star and the North star and your purpose is unlike the actual North. It, it could shift its direction just slightly, mm-hmm. probably not 180 degree turn, but um, it can shift a little over your lifetime, or you just see it differently. I think you can interpret it differently over your lifetime. And when I think mm. about how I was as a child, like I'm trying to think, has there been a, like a through line from when I was little Lee to, you know, bigly, Lee um, older, hopefully wiserly? like, I think I always had a, a really strong sense of justice versus injustice and um yeah like inclusion a sense of inclusion not in the modern sense not like when I was seven for example I wasn't thinking about modern interpretation of inclusion but just the sense of fairness in the world I have I had a strong reaction even as a child to what was fair versus unfair and so I think I think that carries through to my modern purpose for our business yeah that
1: just made me think um when you were saying like younger Lee versus hopefully older and wiserly, it made me think of like younger Mimi. And I definitely have been um, always focused on, I, I come from a family that's boy, girl, boy, girl. I'm the second girl at, that boys just have, seem to have an easier path in life. I I don't have sons, so I'm clearly on a female, come from a very matriarchal family, but um, I have always been passionate about like Women, women have to work harder, do more, and it just made me think of a poem I wrote. I think it was like fifth or sixth grade, and it was like, "Why I Hate Being a Girl."
0: Oh, I know,
1: <laughs> and it was like published in the school's little. They had a little had I don't know what it was. It's called the that's collection. so cute. I, do you have it? Do you have it saved somewhere? I, I might still have it. I think I, I might still have it. I don't know, but it was all about like. What I had to do as a girl, I think it was like having to wear dresses that twirl was the first line that literally is the only one that I remember, but it was along that vein that I had this specific being that I had to be. And my brothers got to go do all this like fun and crazy stuff. So yeah, I think that that obviously has been with me, you know, all the time. I just um, posted somewhere. It's like, I'm not anti-man, but I'm definitely 1000% women you know, and so yeah, I think a maybe that's a, yeah. you know, a thread of purpose that's been, you yeah. know, throughout my life.
0: Yeah, I would love I, I hope you have that somewhere. That would be yeah. so cute just to see that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that in modern day Mimi. I definitely see that in you for sure. And
1: I can remember when I had girls, I was like, my whole role as a mom is just to raise strong, independent women. Mm-hmm. like I didn't care what they did I didn't care like what else I screwed up or did right like my goal was to have strong independent women and who thank heavens that happened
0: yeah you um, you definitely could build a mission there I mean my first child was a boy and then I had two girls and um it's been interesting to raise both it's been so enlightening to raise both and um I do feel, and I don't know if my son would agree, but I do feel he has an advantage over his sisters in in a number of ways that he may take for granted, but I do see that he, things get, he works hard for things. It's not like he just like skates through life or anything. I mean, he really does work hard for things and challenges himself. So it's not, I don't want it to sound like he doesn't work hard and stay very disciplined, but I do think I see how he's managed to, as many men do seem quite lucky sometimes, you know, things that are handed to him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think so. I think that's kind of what, um, you know, that whole thought process is, has been the impetus of our business. Right. And Mm -hmm. Um, what the purpose of our business I mean our business is called her genius so (laughs) we definitely have like even in the the name of our business very clear what we want to get out into the world we want more Mm -hmm. more her geniuses and her genius businesses and her genius energy flowing into this world
0: absolutely oh another thing um absolutely in our 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 podcast is called getting rich after divorce and it's clearly for women because everything's in pink. So, <laughs> you know, we definitely have a theme going on that's very you know, dear to our close and dear to our hearts. Um, I know a, a, something, a conversation that comes up a lot in our programs when we're working live with people like in group coaching and stuff is um, does my purpose have to be tied to making money? That's a question that comes up a lot. Um, Definitely, I think if you're starting a business, if you're going in to be your own boss, we would in our programs, we absolutely have exercises and whole intensives, you know, inside the course that deal with bringing in your spirit, bringing in who you are at your core you know, kind of more, more, even more of a spiritual element, not like it's a religious thing, but more like that's where your core values sit. That's those core values sit with your spirit. I think it's something really like, um, hardwired into people, what their core values are. We, we do make a big case, a strong case for that would be the best way to build your business. Absolutely. So does, like if somebody feels like their purpose is hanging out with horses, but yet they're an accountant, maybe, you know, but we do a lot of work on that inside the course that so you can actually see how your purpose is related to making money. Or like Mimi mentioned earlier, it wasn't so much what she was doing to make the money, but the reason under it, that purpose underneath it was a major driving force and completely changed her success and revenue yeah. equation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to um I wanna answer that question. Like, do I have to make money for my purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I personally believe you absolutely don't want to have to. Like you can have a job that's a job and you're making money at it. And you can have your purpose. And that could be you showing up in your family and your community in a way that's aligned with your purpose. Like mm-hmm. it's not you help protesting or, you know, canvassing or doing any work just by being you and understanding what it is, you know, what your values are, you're living your purpose in that world. But if you're gonna start a business, to have it aligned to your purpose is a beautiful thing. So I was like, your purpose doesn't have to make you money. But if you're going to start a business, you know, I highly think it's you'll be more successful and, and enjoy it more if you tie it into some aspect of what feels purposeful to you.
0: Right. And we'll talk about those three, like the three main reasons we think we know it's helped our business and our success rate for sure. So we're definitely proponents of figuring out what a purpose might be at this particular time in your life. And it's going to be, again, linked to your core values and who you really are, and what you feel driven about in the world, where you see a need in the world. Or a need in your life or your children's lives. Like with Mimi, I think it was like in this family, we really need X, Y, and Z. And I see how my business aligns with this need. And this is really motivating to me. Um, So they they are connected. Yeah. Definitely connected. And huge motivational agents, focusing agents, clarity agents, motivational agents. Inspiration agents—it really dials things in, so you can see more clearly why you're doing something. Yeah. So should we drop in and
1: really clarify what we think? Yep. And there's tons of reasons why you know having a purpose-driven business um, is valuable. We think these three kind of stand up and stand out, and they are, are the most sort of um, easily to digest, attainable, and the most helpful for you, especially if you're just starting your business out. So first, I don't even know if we've clearly stated what our mission and purpose is for our business.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's more clearly state that. That's a good idea. Go for it.
1: So um, our purpose is to put more money in the hands of divorced women and marginalized women in general, which really in the business and financial arena is every single woman on the planet because we got such a late start to this money party. Like we are, the system is not geared to help women or any marginalized community be successful, to have access to um, the information and the money necessary. That's the beautiful thing about uh, an online business. Like the financial um, is so low.
0: Yeah. And talking about being late to the money party, women are many millennia behind. I mean, thousands and thousands of years behind. They, there's this talk about some time in prehistory women ruled the roost but i'm not seeing it in the culture that has grown out of you know egypt greece like i don't, I don't see it in the reality of what was occurring you know throughout those times and you know you trace civilization from there i see that men were in charge i see men had all the money in control and I'm not bitter about that, but I wanna change the equation because I think now we have the ability, like Mimi said, the um, world of the internet, this online space has opened up and removed a lot of barriers for women. So this is a really good time to start to balance the scales and make it so that women have more financial power and freedom and a voice in what actually happens on this planet and in this world. Money, whether we like it or not, is power. And so when women have more money in their hands, they have more, it's it's a balancing agent, you get more power. And when women have more power in the world, it is my firm belief that the world will not just be a crazy train wreck that it is right now. I mean, I think there's some good things happening in the world today. I don't think everything's a disaster. I do tend to be glass half full, but there are arguably some major problems today, just in general, you look out in the world, there's some major things to fix and work on as a society, as a planet. And I believe that when women have more of a say-so and more power, we can actually fix some of these things that just seem to be going off a cliff. So, um, you know, that's how passionately I feel about what we're doing here, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I just want to dial that in a little bit, Lee, for people that don't quite understand... What does power mean? Like when you say, like money has power, what does that mean? And I think yeah. what you know, it's w- when you have money, you can support the causes that you are passionate about. So if it's the environment, if it's um, health care for pregnant women that don't have access to health care, you know, what whatever you're, you know, are, you are passionate about is it literacy? Um, I could just go on and on, but money. And the power of money lets you support that. Um, You know, it helps you educate your children. You know, it helps um, expose you and the people you love to more things in the world. It opens up curiosity. It allows freedom. Um, It lets you support the candidates, you know, that are going to further the things that you love about. So this idea of like, what is power? You know, it helps you. I mean, if you're supporting your candidates, you're affecting laws, which change everything.
0: Right, and just so it can go big into politics where you have more of a voice about who is even selected as a candidate, which candidates can move forward because they have enough funding. And, but you can bring it way back into the post-divorce world that's more close to home where um, as a co-parent and in a co-parenting situation, when your ex is not holding the lion's share of the money, You, if you can make more money, have more of a say-so in what your kids get and don't get, which doctors they get to go to and not go to, which colleges they go to. Um, You also are demonstrating, whether you have boys or girls, you're showing them how to be more powerful and assertive and stake a claim in the world, especially if you have girls. But even if you have boys, you're showing them a different way, a different balance of power. So it's very much a very personal thing to you and your family. And it 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 flows out into the world in all the ways that Mimi said. So it's it's all these different levels of power, different kinds of power. It's not power over others. It's balancing the power and having a say so because it's been so frustrating for me early on especially to co-parent when the the share of power went with the who had the money so when my ex had the balance of power you know over in his corner and he disagreed with how to co-parent a certain situation I lost my voice I mean I could talk and talk and talk but it's the person who has the money and so um, it's very personal to your family and to you, if you have kids. Um, and then, it, then it, it can really ripple out. You can have such a positive influence on the world when you have money.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: And, and
1: I think that's too, like kind of how the, the purpose of your business can grow with that, right? Like when my business first started, it was like, I just didn't want the water to be cut off again. And it was like, you know, and I don't want to lose the house, you know, like, are we going to have to change our neighborhood and then change our schools, you know, and then when I had a child that wasn't ready to go to college, like, what can I do to help her? Oh, I have the funds now we can take a gap year like you can take a year to sports like it just opens up so many more opportunities for you and yes. there's definitely power in that.
0: There's power and opportunity. You could just as easily say money equals opportunity, but opportunity is power. And mm-hmm. it's a type of power you, no matter who you are, you want that. You want more opportunity and open doors. Yeah. Um, so why
1: powerful. do we think a purpose-driven business is the way to um, ensure that your business makes more money and you get this beautiful outcome of freedom, decision-making, power, opportunity, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So thing number one, um, this, why it matters in growing your business, like the foundation, building the foundation of your business and growing your business, why purpose matters. It's because like, from our perspective in our business, we're going to talk very personally. We care, we care about the outcome for our clients. We empathize with them. We, we care about, you know, not only the success of our business, ourselves, but we care about the business success of our students a lot because it's so intricately bound up in our purpose and our mission. And so that care is a huge power. You know, it's a big energy that drives us.
1: Yeah. And I think um, it's right. Like we want our business to be successful because it means we're serving our clients and students in the right way so that they are successful. So they now are helping us push our mission out, you know, maybe unbeknownst to them, you know, maybe because <laughs> they share the mission, you know, but for whatever. So like Lee said, it's all intricately, um, intricately, intricately um intertwined. And so and this caring allows us to stay focused and know what to do every day so there's yes. also just a very practical benefit so it's like when we're trying to make a big decision for our business we just have to say like is this decision aligned with our personal values the mission of our um, company you know the the purpose and reason why we're doing it and if it is yeah let's you know let's go all in if it's not hey let's just make a different decision so it's you know there's the all the positive ramifications and the goodness and that success breeds success for other women and, and financial success for us. But practically, it also makes it, you know, so much easier to, to make the hard decisions, easy decisions and right decisions for our business.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a, a, like an inner compass we have in, you know, built into our business, which we teach our students to have that internal compass. And it really is uh, helps you find your way. Um, the second reason is it, it it's like this um, force in your business that helps you get through those hard days, those ch- more challenging times. So it's like um, pr- protection against the hard times. Uh, when you're, it, cause you're motivated, you're super motivated. And so when you're motivated and you care, you know, combined with that first reason you can lean in on those hard days.
1: Yeah. And it helps too, with that focusing element, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think Lee and I have found has been so instrumental in business is like, what should I be doing? What's my next step? Where do I go? And like being motivated and focused keeps that those two, like roll together, right? When you're focused in doing the right thing, you're seeing positive outcomes and it's easier to stay motivated. Um, mm-hmm. which means that you don't get frustrated, you know, you mm-hmm. don't get, you know, bogged down with negative thoughts. I mean, hard things are gonna come, you know, you're yes. gonna make decisions in your business that don't pan out or don't pan out as successfully as you want. And, you know, being able to purpose drivenness underneath your business to stay motivated helps you through those times.
0: Yeah. And the people who don't have that strong foundation of a purpose and a mission, you know, that strong core value kind of compass, it, when they hit the, you know, those headwinds and business gets hard, it's, easy, it's really easy to walk away it's just to give up because you don't care as much. You don't care as much. And you just like, this is too hard and I don't care. And with, when you care, you don't have that excuse. (laughs) So you'll try and you get more creative with how to make it work.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And the third one is, um, your purpose-driven business allows you to stay centered and very authentic because it's so um, enmeshed with your personal core values. Lee and I work on our values all the time. We teach our values in almost every workshop, course, um, a- anything that we put out in the world, we always bring it back to values. And so when your business sits in that those values, it really lets you show up as yourself.
0: Yeah. And why is that good for your business? It's good because... In, in our current business climate, thought leaders out there, people who think about what's coming next in the world of money and business, you know, like our global financial structure, they talk about how the people who will succeed are the ones who build an authenticity into their business because people want, or they're drawn to authentic people. They trust that sense of authenticity And it's like a magnet for people, potential customers and clients and students, uh, because they they sense people are getting smarter about sensing who's talking out of both sides of their mouth. They're not quite, they just come off as inauthentic and they sense who seems more authentic and that's who they're going to go with. And Mm -hmm. so it benefits your business when you're really intentionally focusing on what's authentic to you. And that, that has to do with those core values and that internal sense of drive and purpose and mission.
1: Yeah. And now for the whole home practical side of it, which I always like, it just is more enjoyable and easy to show up as yourself. Mm -hmm. Like instead of, um, you know, trying to be this Instagram worthy version of yourself, if you can just show up as you, like, I know how to be this person, you know, or, I'm working really hard every day to know how to be this this person. You know, I'm not like putting on a show or an act that I know I have to dig in and pull out again time after time. So it's
0: just a yeah. We of- like in our podcast around branding and stuff or marketing, we talk a lot about this like the non-salesy sales kind of thing where you don't want to feel like a grease ball when you're selling stuff. It we we try to kind of follow certain formulas early on because we thought that okay well this is what you're supposed to do and it starts to feel really bad and unenjoyable when you're not really paying attention to your own values and your sense of authenticity which is aligned with your purpose and your sense of mission um if you say you really care about people and then you're like going into manipulative sales technique. It doesn't really mesh. (laughs) It doesn't really mesh. And it starts to feel really off to the point where you can feel sick inside. Your body starts to talk to you and um, it can feel really unenjoyable and bad and hard, you know, as opposed to easy when you're um, not working with who you really are. Yeah,
1: absolutely right. I love this discussion.
0: Me topics. too. It's one of my
1: favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine too. And I always learn something, even one, obviously talking to Lee, I always learn something, but even just to explore my own thoughts around it always brings up kind of new insights. So hopefully it did for all of you guys that are listening and tuned in today. Um, so I just do a recap on the, the three reasons we wanted our business to be purpose-driven, and we think you should too, um, it has a high care factor is important, um, allows you to stay and maintain motivation, which is a really hard thing to do, especially if you're a solopreneur, fortunately, you know, I've got a business partner, Woohoo! but it's why we build community into all of our programs too. We think women in community is gold. Um, and it allows you that authenticity that we, we think is, um, not only easy and fun, but really vital in today's business world, especially if you're in the online, well, any business world online or brick and mortar, right?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so um definitely purpose and working on purpose is a big part of our programs we right now i don't know when people will hear this so um if if you're listening in march 2023 <laughs> we do have a workshop on called uh, purpose to profit and we'll put the link in the you know um, show notes but we we will run things like this cyclically so you know come in our you know join our community you know we'll put some again some links below so that you can uh be on a wait list or kind of watch uh when we run another purpose to profit kind of workshop
1: awesome and we'll see you next week bye thank you for listening to getting rich after divorce we're so happy you were here. We truly value each and every one of you.
0: Yes, um, we, we sure do. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever you're catching us, whether it's on, you know, through a podcast platform or on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you feel you deserve that um, and, and join our community so you get updates and, and stick with us.